different tasks, different missions, different purpose, different things God wants us to do. So the assignment of um, Pepper Church is different from the ass- assignment of Heart Church. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Hello? Do, do you understand? So assignments differ. So there are no two ministries that are the same. And every man of God's ministry is built according to certain patterns. Okay, so every man of God's ministry is built according to a certain pattern. So there are no two men of God that are the same. <laughs> Who is getting it? So your pastor is different from the pastor of Pepha Church. The pastor, ch- the, the pastor, your pastor is different from the pastor of uh, every other church because their assignment is different, their mission is different. The most important thing is that we are going to get saved and go to heaven. Good. But the assignment here on earth is actually different. Are you there? No. So if you are in the church and you are a pastor, you are working and you are helping or you are doing something in the church, one thing you must understand is that to last long in any ministry, you must have a blueprint or the pattern you must build according to. Hello? So to last long... In any ministry, you must have a blueprint or a pattern you must build according to. So, you don't just come here and say, I want to do it the way I want. And when I was in perfect church, this is how we do it. So, now that I am here, I'm going to do it the same way. Hello? Are you here in this house? So, when I was in PCEA, I used to do it like this. Now that I'm in this heart ministry, I want to do it like the same way. No, you can't. Because it is different. And to last in every ministry, you must understand the pattern. You must understand, you must understand how things are run. How things go. How Do you understand? To ignore... See, when you ignore the, the very details of a design, of a building, you will begin to experience cracks after a while. Those of you that into building you are into building whenever you are building the architect will draw the plan the architect will tell you that this place let it go deep this place should be three feet this place should be this this place should be that are you there hello now if you ignore the the details of a building the building will soon begins to develop cracks and eventually it will collapse it will break it will destroy because you've ignored the detailed plans. Now, so for every ministry to every ministry to, to to strive to become better, to become great, God number one raises a Moses, a man, a person. Are you there? And then he communicates a pattern to the man. Are you there? Hello. So the best way to build a ministry or to serve in a church or the man of God effectively is to have a clear understanding of his ministry. Did you get it? Who is getting it? So, the best way to build a ministry or to serve the church of the man of God effectively is to have a clear understanding of his ministry. A clear understanding of his gift. A clear understanding of his ministry. A clear understanding of how he wants things to be done. Amen. Amen. Are we together? Because if you don't have a clear understanding of his ministry and how he wants things to be done, you may, be, you may think you are right, but you are actually doing it wrong. Uh, are you here? So you, may, you may do the thing and you think, oh, yes, yes, yes me, I feel I am wrong. Eh? When, I, when I do anything, pastor is not happy with it. 
pastor is not pleased. Why? I'm even serving, oh. I am even praying, oh. Everything I do, pastor is not pleased. Pastor doesn't like me. Pastor hates me. Why is pastor talking? Everything I do, pastor is talking about it. You don't understand his pattern. If you don't understand the pattern of your leader, you begin to complain. Because to you, you are right. But to him, you are wrong. somebody here? Are you here? Do you understand? Hello? There are people that when they are sweeping, they want to sweep from outside in. There are others who want to sweep from inside out. There are others who want to start from the middle and go left, right, center, everywhere. And there are people that want to sweep under the carpet and sweep out. Others want to sweep under the carpet, into the carpet. Have you seen that? In some homes, there are some people when they are sweeping, especially when you have teenagers in your house and they are sweeping, after, sweep, after they sweep, you have a carpet, they raise your carpet. You will see that they have swept everything under the carpet. Say amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. And there are other people too, when they are sweeping, they will raise the carpet and sweep under the carpet. Hello? And your mother will tell you that, why are you sweeping under the carpet? I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. You are in her house. You don't sweep according to your style. You sweep according to her pattern. And so in the church, you must also understand that your leader, your pastor is the one God has given the mandate. And because he has been given the mandate, you must all build according to how Moses wanted. In fact, you were not there. You were not there when God said to Moses. <laughs> Hello? If you look at the verse 1 of, this, of, 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 of Exodus, you, nobody was there. And the Lord said to Moses, it was, an, it was a discussion between God and Moses. So, Moses, you were not there, you were not there, I was not there. So, God spoke to Moses and Moses came to tell us. What Moses was telling us is what we are obeying. Whether he is right or he is wrong, we are obeying. Because Moses is the one that received the commandment. Now, listen to me. When you obey Moses effectively, you will not be held responsible for the mistakes because you were operating under a delegated authority. Wow. Am I teaching? Is somebody here? So, so sometimes you may, be, you may be in church A, but submit to a pastor of church B. It's an error. It is wrong. You can't be in heart ministry, right? You can't be here and you say, my pastor is T.D. Jakes. You are crazy. You are sick. What is wrong with you? King Kawei now. What is wrong with you? Who born mis- dog by mistake? It's just wrong. You cannot sit here. It's just like it's just like you eating at Nando's. Do you have Nando's here? Okay, K- K- KFC. And which one again? KFC. And which one again? You have food, fast food joints. Which one again? Um, okay, okay. Let's say you go to Nevers to do shopping. Then after doing shopping at Nevers, you go to Quick Match to pay. Hello? <laughs> Can you do that? Is it possible? What would they do to you? So, you don't sit at the feet of a man of God and then you pay allegiance to another. It is wrong. It's an evil thing. It is demonic. It is satanic. If you do that, you are an agent planted in the church to destroy the church. You are a ruiner. So, you, are you here? So, sometimes, you, are, you, are you here? Oh my God. 
because you don't understand that we don't understand the pattern of church A. So we don't actually appreciate. And that's immaturity. And many of us are displaying him. Are you here in this house? Some of you put another pastor's deep, uh, picture on your status or your DP. Hello? And some of you say that my um, TDJs, my pastor. I don't have a problem with TDJs. He's a good man of God. He's a great man of God. I like him. Hello? Hello? He's not my pastor. He can't be my pastor. I like him. I learn from him. He's, he motivates me. Yes, he may be a mentor, but he's not my pastor. I celebrate my pastor. I learn from my pastor. Okay, if you think that T.D. Jakes is your pastor, if you want to do your wedding, let him come from America. So if you pick you, and your name is ceremony, let him come from America. So some of you, are you here? I might talk to somebody here. Now, Listen to me. Don't sit under a man, the feet of a man of God whose ministry you don't appreciate. Am I teaching? If you don't appreciate the ministry of that man of God, you don't sit there. That means, as so long as you are, sitting at, you are sitting at the feet of that man of God, it means you believe in his ministry. Whatever he tells you to do, you are going to do it. Amen. Are you, am I talking to somebody here? So, it's very, very important. Don't ever sit at the... Wait, are you there? Are you there? That's what you are sitting under the feet of a man of God and you're gossiping about him. Another time, I will talk to you about something. Very interesting. Amen. Amen. So, the best way to be effective in any ministry is to understand the pattern. Understand what? The pattern. Every ministry has its pattern. Hello. Are you here? Every ministry has its pattern. Every ministry has its with the way it goes. Every ministry has its structure. Every ministry has and you must understand it. You don't just come and say, as for me, when I, I have been a Christian for 25 years. Now, the way pastor is doing the church, me, I don't like it. Please, if you don't like it, go and start your church. If you don't like it, go and start your church. You must understand the pattern that God has, has instructed his leader and the pattern is going. Because God is not an altar of confusion. Are you there? God is never an altar of confusion. And God will not give a vision to two people. God will never give a vision to two people. He will always give a vision to a person and he rallies people around the vision. Amen. You're welcome. He celebrates the woman of God. Amen. So God is not an author of confusion. He calls one man and then he rallies people around the man. Are you here in this house? So in the church, you can't come and say, and I have a vision that, Pastor, I have a vision that we should do this, you should do this. You must be full of Ugali. There is something wrong with you. Hello? Do, do you understand? So, there is a specific assignment for every man of God. And so, we are seeing that God calls Moses. What God wanted to do is speak to Moses. And Moses goes out to speak to the people. Are you there? Have we established that? Oh my God. Have we established that? Only two people? Have we established that? Okay, so, the next thing we must also understand is that there is a pattern that God wants every church to go. A pattern. 
Am I right with my pronunciation? Patan, patan. How do you say patan? Patan. Okay. Uh, there must be a pattern, whether a pattern or a pattern, there's a pattern. Pattern. Are you there? God wants a, a specific way things should be done. Amen. And don't compare your pastor to any other person. See, every man must understand the pattern, else you begin to complain. If you're in any church, every church, if you're in this church, you must understand the pattern. How God is leading his servant. This is the direction the man of God is going. You must understand it. If you don't understand it, you will begin to complain. Hello? Hello? Are you here? My God. Who, is, who, who can hear me? Are, are you there? Because if you, don't, if you don't understand the pattern, so the man of God will come and say, today we are going to do street evangelism. Eh, but me, God has not called me as an evangelist. God has called me as an apostle. So I must not. Hello? Go and look for an apostle's church and go. So you must know the pattern God is leading his servant and you must follow. Hello? You know, um, lately I'm beginning to have a little challenge with especially young pastors that not only young pastors, but pastors that say, and God has called me and so, and they are in a church and they are saying God has called me and God wants me to do this, God wants me to do this. You see, God is not an author of confusion. If you are in this church and God wants you to do something else, God, there's no way God will bypass Moses and talk to Aaron. Anytime you see, are you here? Anytime you see a man ignore the head and put a cap on the, on the knee, there is a problem. A cap. You know cap, right? Kofia. If you see a man who has ignored the head on a sunny day, ignored the head and put kofia on the knee on a sunny day with a bad head, there's a problem. And there is no way the front, the back tire can outrun the front tire. Anytime you see the front tire, the, the back tire outrun the front tire, it is heading towards disaster. So, God is not an author of confusion. Are you there? <laughs> am, am I teaching here? So you don't wake up and begin to say, hey, me, be me, this is how I want to do it. That, that is not how, you don't know it. And so make sure you are taught. So if you don't understand the pattern, you will be complaining. You will be fighting the system. You may think that you are right. You, are, you may think that you know it but, it, but it's actually a problem. You actually have a challenge because you don't understand the pattern. May God grant you insight to understand the pattern of your prophet. I can hear you. May God, may, may God give you insight. I tell two people, may God grant you insight. Amen. May God grant you revelation Amen. to understand the pattern of your leader. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, when you understand the pattern of your leader, things become easy. Things become easy. Amen. When you are called to do something, you don't need appreciation to do it. When you are called to do something, you don't need appreciation. You don't need motivation to do it. When God has called you to do something, 
You don't need to be. Can, um, um, we don't. You don't need to be appreciated, celebrated, clapped for. Some of you, we have to call you before you come and do something in the house of God. Hello, brother John. Today is Sunday. Service starting at eight. Please, where are you? Are you coming? Have you called the instrumentalist? Have you called this one? Are you called? The, you are a hired man. You are not called. You are hired. Maybe another time I'll be talking about the, the difference between a hired man, a man that is a hired, and a man that is called. Hello? A man that is hired is needed for a season. A man that is called is needed out of season. A man that is hired has no portion in the grace upon a man because he is paid for his service. A man that is called is a partaker of the grace upon a man. <laughs> are you here am i talking to somebody here amen so if you have been called to do something you don't need appreciation to do it you don't need somebody to call you to do it say eh, now that you are you are the you are the pastor in charge of a uh, church and it's now time for to gather your people the pastor will call you i, I are your people coming uh, pastor i don't even know uh, pastor give me time i'm coming are you sick are you why what's wrong with you you no hello praise the lord hello are you here so you must be up and doing are we together because of time let's let me just rush you through some few things amen to understand a ministry you must know their pattern to understand every ministry to understand the ministry of your pastor to understand the ministry of your prophet, you must know his pattern. Are we together? Mm. Are we together? Who understands what I'm saying so far? Okay. So, just to find out whether you have, you've, you have really gotten what I'm saying, I want every table to say something. Yes, starting from you. <laughs> yes, this table. So, let's say table one. Yes, this table. Yes, just one person very fast. I want to just, yes? Okay. Yes, this table, ready? I want to say, say something. Yes, yes, sir. Come again, come again. When God wants to speak to a group of people, he has to use one specific person. Please clap for him. That's a very good point. Who is ready? Good? Okay, uh, you have said that uh, every man should understand the pattern of the ministry, else they will complain every time. Oh, you didn't clap for him? When you understand the patterns of your leader, things become very easy. You are called to clap. You don't see it where there is a man of God who you don't understand and appreciate his ministry. If you cannot appreciate the ministry of your prophet, you don't belong there. You don't need to be appreciated to do something. If you are you need you if you seek for appreciation, it means that you are hired. You are not a servant. You don't need appreciation to do something. You don't need to be 
uh, you didn't need people to say, please, can you do it? Oh, are you, are you there? You want to say, you want to add up. Okay. It's stable. They have two people. God will never give vision to two people. He will give a vision to one person. Um, uh, every, every ministry is different from the other ministry with a specific pattern. wanted to say the same, but I will say <laughs> there is a specific assignment for every man of God. Okay, you also want to say something? There. Yes. We have three kinds of people. Vishonia, Erana, and the destroyer, the ruiner. Three kinds of people in the church. Three kinds of people in the church. The destroyer, the, the vishinia, the rana, and the runa. Okay. You don't shop in Naivas and pay in another supermarket. You must be. Okay. I must support the, the vision of my prophet or my pastor. Good. So, please clap for yourselves. You have done well. Amen. Oh, amen. So you must support the vision of your prophet. You must support your vision of your pastor. Amen. Oh, amen. Hallelujah. I can't hear you. Amen. 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 Okay. Amen. Are you there? So everybody must understand the pattern and how the ministry is going. If you find a way in the church. Now, if you find yourself in the church and you don't understand how things are being done, Instead of you talking, keep quiet. Keep listening. Ask questions. How is it done? How is baptism done in this church? How is prayer done in this church? How is outreach done in this church? How do we dress in this church? There are some churches, there are some churches they want people to dress any way, anyhow. It's a fanciful dress. You can even put on pants, nothing. Come to church. It's okay. There are some, yes. There are some churches. I went to some church, you'll be preaching and you see one person, one the pastor is preaching and in the name of Jesus, mambo, mambo, and all of a sudden someone will say, mambo, sawa, sawa. And the pastor will keep quiet and the church will sing, mambo, sawa, sawa. <laughs> and the church will sing and finish. While the pastor will be preaching during worship time, praising the Lord always. Praising the Lord always. And all of a sudden, somebody will say, my son, my son, my son, today I have come, I have come, I am the Lord your God, I am the Lord your God. And the pastor will keep quiet, the worship leader will keep quiet, and say, the Lord is speaking, speak. Every church. <laughs> Amen. There are some churches you'll be preaching, while you are preaching, a young child will come and sit on the altar, and will be playing game. It's accepted. So, when you find your way in this church, find out how do they do it. And listen to me. The pattern of every leader is wrapped up in his words. Hmm. The way he talks, the way he dresses, the way he presents himself. His pattern, how he wants things done. Are you there? 
Do you understand what I'm saying? So, every pattern is always communicated to a person. A Moses. A man. Are you there? Oh, are you here? Are you here in this house? Amen. Hallelujah. So, it's communicated to Moses. And Moses now begins to leave it, talk it, dress it. So, if you listen to your pastor very well, there are certain areas he overemphasizes. There are some things he will be, even if you listen to the preaching of your pastor, there are some, there are some statements he will, be, he will be making it. He will be, almost every preaching, that statement will cross. If he doesn't begin it, it will be in the middle. If it doesn't, it's not in the middle, it will be at the end. If it's not in the end, it will be in the introduction. Have you noticed that? Oh, are you here? Oh my God, talk to me. Are you here? So, every Every leader communicates the pattern. The way he dresses, the way he presents himself, the way he does things, he presents a pattern. And so, listen to your leader very well. Amen. Now, I'm going to use a diagram to explain, to sum up all that I have done so that we can move a bit faster. Amen. There are people that are very... Those of us who can't see the diagram, please make sure you see it. And those at the... Can you all see it? Can we all see it? Oh, you can see it. Okay. Can you all see it? Ah, madam, you can't see it. Can you all see it? If you can't see it, please position yourself where you can see. Amen. Now, may I request that those of us seated here, please, there's a space at the back there. Can we get your chairs back so that you can follow us on the screen? Can you do that? Please, can you carry your chair to this place so that you can follow us on the screen? Yes. Please clap for them. They are wonderful people. They are wonderful people. Okay, so, so you, yes, yes, create a space so that they can move. Clap for them, clap for them. They are wonderful people. To the back, 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 back. Yes, that last line so that you can all see. Amen. This, is, this workshop is very, very important. And so we want everybody to benefit. Now, if you are sitting in the aisles, create a space for them so that they can... Uh-huh. And if you are sitting around a table and you are not writing, please stand up so that the person who, who can write will sit down. If you are not writing, you're not, if you are not writing, you are not the reason why we are having this meeting. So stand up so that the person writing will... Oh, oh I'm wrong. If you are not writing, you are not the reason for this meeting. So if you are not writing and you are sitting around a table, stand up. For a person who can write, to sit on the table and use the table. That's a very simple principle. Amen. And amen. And for those and for those of us who are also drawing, you are permitted to draw. To draw. Other people are writing shorthands. Amen. After this meeting, I'll be inspecting your notes. Because there are some of you who are writing the things I have not said. I'm getting to a place where I am quotable. People will quote you. Uh, they're not following the pattern. So I will check everything and make sure uh, before I leave this place. So let's look at this. Now, God wants to do something. Are you there? On the earth. And now God has a pattern that I want to build a church. Amen. Now, look at the vision of the church. To see people saved, set free, and what? Improve for this life and eternity. 
So the church is about, about uh, soul winning and everything. Are you there? Hello? Are you here? So the, the summary of the vision of the church is number one, salvation. Salvation to the world. Number two, transformation of the mind. The, the transformation of the mind, the soul, the spirit of a man. Are you here? So are you here? So the church is affecting the three areas of a man's life. The man's mind, the man's heart, and the man's physical appearance. Okay. Are you here? <laughs> so this is what it's, so God has this thing in his mind. And this is what God wants to do. Now, that is the pattern. The pattern is specific divine instruction from God. So it's the blueprint. And this is in the mind of God. Now, God now calls a man called Moses. Please come. Hello? Please watch me. Don't worry. This thing, you will still have it. So God now said, I want to do this. I want to see people saved. I want to set people's people's life free. I want to improve the lives of people. But I don't know who can do it. I've been searching and been searching. I've been searching. I've been searching. I went to I went to London. I didn't find anybody. I went to Greek. I did Greece. I didn't find anybody. I went to I now I came to Africa. I didn't find anybody. I came I came I came to uh, Uganda. I didn't I came to Kenya. All of a sudden, I found somebody. And now. God Moses. God Bishop David. And so Moses. Now Moses, this is what I want to do. I want to make sure that people are saved. Can you help me? Can you help me? Okay. So now God now communicates the pattern to a person. So the pattern is God's burden. Burden? How do you say it? Burden. Okay, it's God's burden. Permit my language. God help me. (laughs) Amen. So, the pattern is God's burden or burden. That this is God's problem. God's headache. This is what God wants it done. He doesn't know anybody. He doesn't have anybody. All of a sudden, he found an available man called called the pastor of the house. Called called so he, he found the man of God. And he said, Bishop Matthew, do this for me. So the pattern was communicated to a, a man, a person. Now, the person, the person we are talking about is a man chosen, is the chosen, an individual chosen by, by God for a specific divine assignment. Are we here? Are you in this house? Okay, so please be seated. Okay, so I'm told not to rush you because I have enough time. So I need to take my time. Amen. Amen. I'm told not to rush you. I need to take my time. Okay, so the pattern is communicated to a person. A person called Moses. A person called Bishop Matthew. A person called that. So God said, in this church, this is my problem. I want this thing solved. I'm communicating to a person. Now, are you here? Hello? Hello. Now, are you here in this house? After it's communicated to a person, now, where is Moses? Come. Moses, sit down. This is the vision. This is what you are going to, supposed to do. You are supposed to see people saved, set people free, help people. Now, Moses, you are going to devise a strategy. Everybody, listen to me. God does not give the strategy. 
So, Moses had been given the mandate, the pattern. Moses now comes out with the strategy, the purpose. This vision, this vision and mission statement was not written by God. It was communicated. Are you here? And now Moses now devised the purpose. And the purpose is the roadmap. He has to convert divine instruction he has received into a working strategy. Wow. Who can hear me? Are you there? Thank you. You can write. Are you there? So Moses is giving, he has the purpose. God has the pattern. God communicates it to Moses. Now Moses now devised the purpose. I want this church to have four churches. I am dividing the church into four. One shall be called Hebron. One shall be called that. One shall be called Pistis. One shall be called that. It is not God. If it is God, all churches will be doing the same. It is not God. It is not. Are you here? Ah, ah, are you here? So now Moses comes out to devise strategies to help him achieve the vision, the pattern that was communicated to him by God. The next thing Moses does is precision. Precision is focus, designing a future for the church based on divine instruction. Wow. He sits down and says, in the next 20 years, the church is going to have its own cathedral. In the next 20 years, we are building an, a, a 50,000 seat auditorium. We are building a hospital. We are building that. We are building that. We are do- doing this. He, he now comes out to design a working strategy for the future of the church. Whoa. Are you there? Now, so in all these, if you don't listen to your Moses, how will you know the pattern? How will you know how things are done? And listen to me. You may be in the church to help, but you may be a destroyer because you don't know how things are done. Hello? Are are you here? Many years ago, not many years, but some few years ago, there was this um, woman that traveled to London and when she was coming, um, she said, Pastor, I, I, I like it when pastors are in suspenders. You know suspender, right? Um, suspenders, yes. Brazen, suspenders. I like it when pastors are, you know, you, they put on their suspenders and put their suit on and when they are preaching, it's so beautiful and so nice. I like it. So I have decided to buy some for you. And in fact, I bought some for you. So please wear it. She brought it and I kept it in the house. I said, me, the kind of preacher I am, I can't wear suspenders. If I wear suspenders, I'll disgrace myself. Because I am not a gentleman. That will preach and then, no, 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 no. I can stretch, I can jump, I can roll. This thing. It is not for people like us. It's for people, different people. The woman says she got offended because she bought this for you, you didn't use. This is my, this is my question. <laughs> Hello? Are you here? You are what is nice for you might not be in my pattern. <laughs> what was so nice in Pepper Church might not be so beautiful for us here in Heart Ministry. So you must understand the pattern. And gentlemen and people here, look at the pattern. Look at how your leader presents himself, talks, dresses, 
and go that same way. Because that is the pattern. Are you there? Am I teaching here? Hello? Do, do you understand? So if you don't understand the pattern, there will always be a problem. So, are you there? So in simple put, we have the pattern, the person, the purpose, and the precision. Hello? Are we there? Are you there? So we have the pattern, the person, the purpose, and the precision. That is the summary of a, a man's vision. A summary of a man's mission here on earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Ah, hallelujah. Amen. So a vision is given to a person who is given the responsibility to rally experts to assist him. Who heard that? Who heard that? Who heard me? Can I repeat? Um, is my audiovisual person there? Amen. A vision is given to a person who is given the responsibility to rally experts to assist him. So, the God gives the vision to Moses and it is Moses' responsibility to call people, rally people, bring them around to help him. Amen. Are we together? Are we together? Are we together? Amen. So a vision is given to a person. Are you there? Read it for me if you are there. I can't hear you, please. A vision is given to a person. Mm -hmm. I want... Oh my God. I'm sure the audiovisuals are not in. So a vision is given to a person mm -hmm, who is given the responsibility to rally experts to assist him. Amen. I can't hear you. Amen. Are you there? So every, everybody must understand that the vision is given to a person. Amen. Who rallies people around him. Amen. Numbers chapter 11 verse 16. Numbers. Numbers 11. Audiovisuals, are you there? It's not part of my format, but get it for me, please. Numbers chapter 11, verse 16. Okay, please read it from your Bible. Read it from your Bible. Numbers chapter 11, verse 16. I want to show you something there. Yes, sir. Let's start from 14. Please sit down. Please sit down. Good. Uh -huh. Everybody listen. If you have a Bible close to you, just open and listen. Yes. Okay, please stand. You understand? Okay. Uh -huh. Okay, better still. Let's even look at from 13. Just to get a very good understanding. Uh -huh. Hmm. So hold on. Now this is Moses 
having a discourse, an interaction, a discussion with God. And he said, God, these people are crying, crying. These people say they are hungry, they are thirsty, they, they want ugali, they want uh, chapati, they want gideli, and there's no food here. And I'm God, what, what do I do? The burden is too much, I can't bear it. If this is how you are going to do it, then please kill me, you better kill me, I can't do it. I am tired. And that's the cry of every pastor. I can't do it alone. I can't be at pistis, be here and be here, be here and be here. I can't. I need people to help me. I need people to help me bear the burden. I want people, I need people that can support me do the work. Are you there? Now, when Moses was talking, look at what happened. Uh-huh. I have favor your and he said, God, if I have had favor in your sight, Richard, uh-huh. If I have had favor in your side, don't let me be disgraced. Don't let the church go down. Don't let things be messed up. I am tired because I am doing it alone. And it looks like nobody is helping me. I am tired. The day I am sick, I, that I'm supposed to nurse myself, I have to come to church to preach. Nobody is preaching. Nobody is visiting these people. I, I, how can I visit three, uh, 10 church members who are sick in the same day? How? And God said, uh-huh. And so the Lord said to Moses, Listen to this. So this was, this was Moses complaining to God and now God came down to give him an answer and a response to his cry and to his burden and to his problem. And look, uh-huh. He said, the Lord said to Moses, he said, uh, is my audiovisuals ready? I, I wish I can see it. That there? They are there? Don't worry. Yes, he said, God, God's answer to Moses was this. He said, Moses said, I am tired. I can't do this alone. God, help me. If, you, if I continue like this, I will die. I have a wife. I have children. I have to be a father. I have to be a husband. I have to be an in-law. I have to be a businessman. I have to be this. I have to go here. I have to go this. I have to do this. I can't do it alone. And then God answered him in verse 16. He said, Moses, gather unto me 70 men. Now, uh-huh. Okay, so, now everybody watch this. Please put your Bible down. Everybody watch this. Can you, can you look at me for a, a minute? So, you are Moses, come. Now, we are, we are in, I'm trying to help you understand the scripture we are reading. So, the Lord said to, talk to me. The Lord said to, Moses was first of all complaining to the, and God said to, Moses, gather unto me. When God was talking to Moses, you were not there. So everybody watch this. Everybody watch this. Did you hear what I told Moses? Did you hear me? Do it. Did you hear what I told Moses? Did you hear what I, I told Moses? God met Moses in secret and spoke to Moses in secret. Now, everyone, whatever he's asked you to do, do it. Is he pointing or he's calling? What is Moses, what are you doing? Moses, what are you doing? This Moses is not good. Come and sit down. Come, 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 come. Don't waste the time. What did I tell you to do? So, yes, do it. Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Do it. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Please obey Moses. 
Very fast, very fast, very fast. How many people? Seven. Moses were very disobedient. Moses, sit down. What, what number did I tell you? Me, tell you. Seven. And what number are you telling me? Seven. You see the problem? Are you seeing a problem? Do you understand? So all of a sudden, because you, most God told you to pick this number and you pick more number, God takes you off the scene. That is why many pastors die before their time. Because what God said, they went to do what they wanted to. So God takes them out and calls another Moses. So you see a pastor starts a ministry all of a sudden. He dies all of a sudden. I'm trying to correct an error. All of you sit down again. Ah. See, we are learning. I just need to stand. Sit down. I've changed you. These are serious mysteries. See, that is why when you go to a place and, and then you are given a specific, specific goal. Moses received what? Specific. If you look at my slide, you'll be seeing specifics. Are you here? So we are going to interpret this scripture again. Mm. Can I do that? So I'm going to help you. He said, Moses, God spoke to Moses in secret. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Hello? So we are going to use Moses again. Or oh, let me just change Moses. Should I change Moses? Should I use him? Okay, Moses, come. Now. Did you hear what I told him? Okay. Uh-huh. Good. So, watch this. As Moses is doing this, you will ask yourself, what is he doing? You are a useless man. You are too some way. You are stubborn. You are disrespectful. But Moses is operating by what? Hello? Some of you will be wondering, what is this guy doing? Moses doing? Why is he calling people? Why is this man talking and he has, he's calling people? Because, please line up one long line. Because when God was talking to Moses, were you there? Do you know the number of people I told him to bring? So, what rights do you have to question the number of people Moses has chosen. Hmm? What right? <laughs> so you don't have the right to question what your pastor is saying. Because you don't know what God has said to him in secret. Look at it. And the Lord said to who? In secret, in private. So watch this. And he said, Moses, are these the people? And listen, everybody watch this. Are you there? He said, Moses, gather to me 70 men of elders who you read with me. Hello? Hello? Who you? Who you? Who you? So these people here are people you. Hello? 
Now, my first question. Everybody watch this. Why are you here? So, by God or by Moses? Okay. Moses. <laughs> Hello. Now, everybody pay a particular attention. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to correct a problem that is running through the body of Christ. People, do. people are creating a whole lot of mess. Mm-hmm. So, Moses. Now, these people will work with you as a pastor. These people work with you in the church. So, what work do you want this man to do? Tell me very fast. So, children's pastor. Good. Uh-huh. You Head of the Austrian department. Food. Kitchen ministry. Music. Logistics. Youth. Evangelism, offering, accountant. And this one? A pastor. Now watch this. Everybody watch this. Everybody watch it. Who made you the pastor in charge of music? Moses. Who? Moses. So you, evangelist, come. Who made you an evangelist? Moses. Why are you saying God? So if we're a pastor here, it is not God that called you. It was Moses. In fact, God called you through so the person you know that called you is (laughs) Hello? And are you here? And listen, he said, where's my scripture? I think I had to discipline this. this. So he said, Are you here? Moses, the people you know. And he said, Watch this. Everyone watch this Bible. He said, The people whom you know to be elders of the people, officer, officers over them, bring them to the tabernacle of the meeting, to the church, and I will, that I may stand there with you. Now watch this. So Moses, Moses, now, everybody listen. When your father sends you, you come back and give your father a report. Right? So, Moses, tell me, talk to me, uh-huh. these are the people you, uh-huh. So, watch this. Moses, you said this one will do youth, whatever. Are you sure you can trust him? You are, you are sure? And this one too? This one too? This one too? Are you sure you can work with this one? Ushers, logistics. Are you sure you can work with this one? Yes. Account. Are you sure? Are you sure? Do you trust them? So Moses, God now verifies. God now begins to say, listen, everyone listen to me. Listen to me carefully. God now consults Moses whether he can work with them. If Moses says, God, I doubt you being good. So Moses, let's say you, are, you doubt her potentials of being a good musician. So, tell her to sit down. Tell her to sit down. This is Moses. Hurry up, hurry up. I'm, I'm, working, at, I'm working with time. Uh-huh. Ellie and all that. So, you want to change her? 
So tell her to sit down. So watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Now, if Moses made you a choir leader, and Moses himself come and say, today I don't want you to be a choir leader, so please stop. Why must you go and say, I have Moses doesn't like me? I have the gift. Why? Hello? Okay, so come, my dear, come. So after Moses has worked with them for say five years, two years, and Moses realized that she's not being effective in the choir and decided that I want you to move from the choir to children's ministry. So she moves from the choir. Not even the choir, finance. You are in charge of finance. And they say now go to, go to the car park to be the in charge of the car park. So you are not going to be counting money again. You are going to watch cars and park cars well. All of a sudden, this one will say, hey, pastor thinks I'm stealing, I'm stealing. No. God spoke with Moses. And Moses has realized that that you are not effect helping his vision, but rather you can help him well in the ocean's department. Patterns. Why must you get angry? Did you call yourself? If you did not call yourself, the man that called you can reposition you, can fire you, can take you from here and place you there. Are you following? So who called you? Who called you? So you hear people say, and God has called me, and God has called me, and God has called me. You are in the church with your Moses, and you're saying God has called you. You see, people don't have a Bible. Either they don't have a Bible, or they have, but they don't read, or they have, they read, but they don't understand, or the Bible is missing. Because it is Moses that called you. Moses that gave you an assignment. Are you here? Now, if you don't understand, if you people here don't understand, please stand here, don't understand the ministry given to this man, you people begin to kill the church. Now listen to me. All of you surround Moses. Some of you should face here, some of you should face here, some of you should face there around. Face. I say face here. You see, you are not following. Uh Uh Face there. Face there. You face here. Uh Now watch this. Now, the defense of Moses are the people he has chosen around him. And listen to me. When these people decide to give Moses a problem, God will keep quiet. Because it was not God that called. <laughs> Did you hear? Do you understand what I'm saying? If your accountant starts stealing money, God will keep quiet. Because you decided to get a thief as an accountant. 
God. You chose. I read Bible. You chose. Listen, the acceptance of the ministry of Moses is based on the people that Moses has selected around him. If these people will accept Moses' calling, believe in the ministry of Moses, it will depend on the people around Moses. Wow. Wow. Are you here? Are you getting it? Let me take you to the next phase. Now see. Um, come. As long as these people are around Moses, Moses is protected. Let's say you are going to attack Moses. Right? You are going to attack Moses. So try to attack Moses. And see if these people will allow you. Now watch this. Why? Because these people are defending not a man. Hold on. Everyone listen to me. Moses in this contest has gone beyond being a man. He is a man that carries a pattern. Divine instruction. So you are not around him because of the man. You may not like him. But you, are, you should be there because of the assignment. You may not like the way he talks, but you are there because of the assignment. He may not be there to give you money, but you are there because of the assignment. So you are around Moses because of the assignment God has given him for which he has called you. Now watch this. Watch this. Let's say this. Please sit down. And you too. Go here. All of a sudden, these people, these two people decide not to come to church. They didn't tell Moses. They didn't, nobody knows. Now, go and hold the nose of Moses. Pull. Now, watch this. No, 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 you are here. You don't know. You don't know. If, listen. Now, watch this. You don't know. You are facing here. You can't see. Now, so, and these people, these people didn't tell Moses that Moses, I'm not coming. If they had told Moses, Moses would have said, you, ten like this. Ten like this. But here is the case. You didn't tell Moses. You didn't tell Moses. So, Moses is not aware that he is naked. He is not aware. So, look at this. This man will just enter straight. The enemy. Now, so watch this. Now, so watch this. Before these people will know that Moses is weak, it's too late. Listen to me. Every leader must be careful of leaders that become absent without permission. They are agents to destroy the vision. Every leader, every Moses must be very careful about leaders around him that are absent without permission. They don't tell him anything. 
they are in the ushers department they're in the protocol they are in the choir they will not come to church but they will not tell the pastor they are enemies of the life number one of moses the vision of moses and the destiny of the people because inside moses is the destiny of everyone so don't support any leader around your moses who is actually a rebel Wow. Am I talking to somebody here? And that's why you must be careful. So these people, two people, have put the life of Moses in danger. And the time Moses will get to intercede for you, he's nursing his wounds. So watch this. Now, if this man just touch, hit here, hit, more, hit that place, and spin you, so go like this. So go like this, I'm holding it. Uh-huh, go. Now watch this. This is your Moses, who is supposed to be interceding for you. Now, because of the absence of these people, this one has come to wound him. Now you have come to say, Moses, pray for my daughter is dying. If you were Moses, what will you do? You will stop your pain and attend this one. Or you attend your pain. After attending to your pain, your child will be buried. <laughs> Did you get it? So, the people around Moses, they are not just protecting Moses. They are there even for you. You, you, your well-being. Wow. So, your commitment to church goes a long way. Not about only Moses about you. Wow. Please clap for them as they take their seats. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not you are blessed. Wow. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So it's very crucial. Very important to understand. Amen. 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 So, leaders that are absent, leaders that are late, leaders that are, that are, when you give them assignment, they don't do. They are terrible and dangerous to the vision of the leader and also to the church. At least if you see this example, you should understand. Are we together? Are we together? So, you must understand that it was the Moses that called you. And you called you and he said, give me the next verse, please. Next verse. Okay. He said, gather 70 men. Uh-huh. So watch this. So, <laughs> please come. All those people, Moses and his people, come. Everybody watch this. Oh, if you are blessed, say amen. amen. If you know you are here, say, I'm blessed. blessed. If you know you are hungry, say, oh God. Two people are hungry. <laughs> Line up. 
Now watch this. Everybody watch verse 17. Very serious scripture, verse 17. He said, now, st- let's start from verse 16. Verse 16. Verse 16. Uh-huh. So, the Lord said to who? Gather 70 elders whom you know. Can you imagine? See, the word know is a very crucial word. Hello? Listen, we don't know people by face. We, do, we know people by the things they have done before. <laughs> Hello? We know people by the things they have been able to do. And so, the things you have been able to do is, worth, it is what makes us recommend you. So, in this scripture, he says, Moses, gather people whom you know they have done something that you love, that you want that thing to be repeated in your ministry. And during the second session, I'm going to teach you something. I'm going to show you something deep. So, <laughs> amen. So, whom you know to be others uh, and bring them before the tabernacle meeting. Verse 17. You understand? So, now we are in 16, we are seeing that it was Moses that called the people. Now, look at what happened. Then I will come down and talk to you there. So, now, Moses, are you sure you can work with them? Are you sure? So talk with you there. Then when I finish, I will take my spirit that is upon you and put, the other translation says that I will take the spirit that is upon you and put some. So, but this one says, I will take the spirit that is upon you and it will put same upon them. So I will take the spirit that is upon you. So if it is 100%, I take 50. I share. Take some. Take some. Take some. Take some. Take some. Take some, take some, take some. My question is, whose spirits are you carrying? Moses. Whose anointing are you carrying? Moses. Whose wisdom are you carrying? Moses. <laughs> uh-huh. We are solving the problem. We are solving the problem. <laughs> that is why you don't have to stand with a rebel. Don't agree with the rebel. Are you here in this house? He is carrying another man's spirit into your house. And pastor, and when I I was in this church, they don't take good care of me, so I've decided to come and be a pastor here. Hey, let him be a member. Start from grade zero. Because he is carrying another man's spirit. That you have not verified. Let him start. Watch him. And see whether you can select him and present him to God. So that God will take your spirit and put it on him. (laughs) And are you here? Oh my God. And I will put the things upon you. And they shall bear the burden of the people with you. So you are here to help this man's work become low. Easy. So your lateness, your absenteeism, your lackadaisical like, attitude is actually weakening this man. And listen to me. Late comers don't grow. Ah. If, if you were late and you came, all the things I have taught, did you hear it? Will you grow? Late comers don't grow. Number two, 
let me not teach, let me not talk about the spirit of a late comer around the visionary. I don't want to talk about this one, but I'm just giving you a little insight. You don't grow. Late comers makes a leader always repeats himself. Oh, I should say it again, right? Say it for me, say it for me. Late comers. <laughs> Are you here? Late comers. Late comers always miss details. They, they are not there when the instruction was given. And listen to me. And interestingly, late comers are always led by people they are leading. That's dangerous, eh? So eventually, late comers are not leaders. Late comers are led by the people they are leading. For instance, you, you came to church late and the pastor says, nobody should sit here and you came to sit there. The person you are leading will come and tell you, please don't sit from there. Pastors, so who is leading who? And that's more dangerous. Then he said, I will take my spirit upon and put it upon the 70 and two and they shall bear the burden with it that you may not bear it yourself alone. So God doesn't want Moses to carry the load alone. And that is why he said, Moses, get people that will help you carry the load. Now, my question for you is, are you helping in carrying the load or you have left the load? Thank you. Please put your hands together for them. Hello? Are you helping in carrying the load? Or you have left the load for Moses alone to carry? Have you left evangelism for the pastor alone? Have you left soul winning? Have you left it? And when people leave it, they give excuses. Are we there? Hello, are we together? Oh, are you here? So, churches have mission statements or documents and these are working patterns that God has shown to the pastor. Amen. So the Moses has a working document. And I'm going to show you in the, in the next few minutes. Amen. Is somebody here? My God, are you here? Now, I know some of you have questions. Please try and jot down your questions. I will handle all your questions. Amen. Ask and when. But if, if I answer your question, don't ask again. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So churches, are you here? Oh, the visual. So churches have what? Mi- mi- vision statement, mission statement, document that actually is a working pattern that God has shown the pastor. So God shows the pastor. The pastor writes down. And the pastor works with the pattern. Amen. Are you here? So this is the vision statement of every church. Number one, it starts with the pattern, the person, the purpose, and precision. Um, amen. It start with what? The pattern, the person, the purpose. Amen. Are we there? I think the visual. Okay. Amen. So the pattern, the pattern came from where? And to a person called who? And who? Did, 
who comes out with a purpose? Moses. So Moses, the person, is very crucial and very important, very strategic for the church. Amen. So in every ministry, if you do everything in general, you achieve nothing in particular. In every ministry, if you do things in general, you achieve nothing in particular. Amen. In, in ministry, if you do everything in general, you achieve nothing in particular. Do you understand? Are you there? Oh, do you understand? So you must do things in specific. You are doing a specific thing. We don't do general things. If you, were, if you are able to identify a leader's pattern in you, you are able to work effectively with him. Amen. Amen. If you are able to identify a leader's pattern in you, then you are able to work effectively with him. Amen. So you must identify your leader's pattern. Somebody here? The pattern. How is he moving? How is he doing it? How does he want things to be done? How does he want this? How does it? Are you here? Because you're not here because you want to be here. Hello? Listen, you are in this church not because you are serving God's agenda. You are here because you are serving God's agenda given to your pastor. So you are here because of your pastor. And I'm coming to church because of God. Because of, have you seen God before? Go to God's church. And God said, I have seen the afflictions of my people. And I have come down to deliver them. And he sent Moses. The people were expecting God. And Moses came. <laughs> I've seen the afflictions of your people. I've seen the pain. I've seen the afflictions of my people who are in Egypt. And I can identify with their burden. I'm coming down to deliver them. And the people woke up in the morning. Moses. Oh. Here, Moses, we want God. Can I tell you something? Majority of the people that died in the wilderness were people that were expecting God and never received Moses. So, are you here? They were expecting God to lead them and never accepted the ministry of Moses. And so when Moses said we should move and everybody is moving, they sat down waiting for God. They despised Moses, not knowing that it was God leading Moses. So they died when they should have lived. Whenever God wants to do something, he uses a man. Hello? Are you here? Are you here? He uses a man. And the Moses prayed and said, God, please, I want you to go with us. We don't want any other person. We don't want angels. God said, hey, 
If you see my face, you will die. If you see my face, you will die. God will always use a man. You better accept your Moses and you better move with him. Amen. Oh, I can hear you. Amen. Amen. If you if you have a, if you have to understand your leader's pattern, you will you will have to understand your leader's pattern to be able to fit into the church. If you don't understand your leader's pattern, you can't fit into the church. You'll be in the church, but you'll be wondering. You'll be in the church, but things will not go. You'll be in the church, but you'll be some. No, you can't. Have, you can't be effective because you don't understand his pattern. You don't understand how he's going. You don't understand how things are. Any question? Do you understand? I'll give you time for questions. Don't worry. Are you there? Every ministry and its focus. Every ministry and its focus. There are ministries that are focusing on evangelism. There are ministries that are focusing on um, self-development. There are ministries that are, yes, ministries that are focusing on entrepreneurship. There are ministries, yes, do you know that? Yes. So, every ministry and its focus. There are ministries that are focusing on warfare. Spiritual, everything is about warfare. Hello? If they are coming to church and it is raining and because of that there is no church it's a demonic attack we bind the spirit of rain goes fire everything is worth yeah. oh, do, do you understand if in his house the pussycat or the dog decide that it will not sleep here it will go and sleep at the gate now this is a satanic invasion we are praying everything everything about their interpretation of scriptures is is based on their calling and their ministry. And the ministry that are motivational. They give you motivation. Six principles of success. Number one. Number two. Number three. Put your hands together. Amen. We go. Hello? 18 ways to succeed. 10 ways to fail. 16 ways to sleep. And two ways to be awake at church. Are you there? So, no two ministries are different. Every ministry and its focus. Are you there? Identify your leader's pattern in order to fit in. Every ministry, is, there are ministries that are prophetic churches. You go to everything about prophetic. The pastor stands there Tonight, today is the day God has been. Amen. I receive. You shall prosper. I catch it. I take it. I inject it. I receive. Oh, yes. It's not wrong. That is the leader's pattern. Are you here? He opens one verse. I, I prophesy. That's it. That's, that's him. Identify your leaders. Are you here? And if an usher, if in a protocol, if I'm working with your pastor, identify his pattern. If you don't, are you here in this house? If you, are do, if you don't identify your, your pastor's pattern, you will always dry the oil of your pastor. You all, yes. There are some of you, there are certain leaders that are very um, excellent driven. They don't even want movement in the church. He talks with his eyes. Hello? And 
there are some there are some of you when the leader is talking to you with his eyes, he says, Sir, what are you saying? And he has been around a leader for three years, four years. You can't you can identify the pattern. Hello? Somebody here? Identify the pattern. Tell someone identify the pattern. Because if you don't identify the pattern, you will not fit in. Amen. It is not everybody who will love your ministry or your pastor because of your purpose. Are different. Are you here? I, am I talking to somebody here? Oh, are you here? Yes. You can't hear me. Are you here? Yes. Which is very, very important. Amen. Oh, amen. I can't hear you. Amen. amen. So identify the pattern. Identify. Maybe next time, I don't know whether uh, we have the chance, but I'll be talking about not today. I don't, I'm not sure. I can't talk about it today. So let me not even raise it. Okay. Are you here? So you must understand the pattern of your leader. Sometimes the calling of your pastor makes him becomes a target. Yes. You don't know? You think everybody likes your pastor? Yes. In fact, if everybody likes your pastor, it's your pastor is not doing work. He's not working. Because if, we have, if your pastor is working and he's affecting things, things will fight him. Uh, anything you, you, anything you, you, uh, you, you touch, there will be a reaction. And how do you build the security of your prophet? How do you build a secure environment for your pastor? Amen. Are we, are we together? Am I making sense? So, you must know the pattern of your pastor. And are you here? Mm. Amen. And sometimes people say that, now, let me just tell you something. And then maybe, I'm sure my two hours is up now. Can break for my sister. Yeah. Okay. Now, for instance, see, if you're going to help your pastor, if you you're going to identify the pattern of your pastor and help your pastor. And do one thing you must understand is this: everybody that is working around your pastor, don't ever appear before your pastor without anything to record. Whenever you appear before your prophet, go with a notebook. If we're a secretary, if we're the PA, if you are the pastor in charge of Koinonia, Hebron, or Pistis, or wherever. Wherever you find yourself, when you are going to talk with your prophet, your pastor about your ministry, go with a diary. Write a short pencil. It's longer than a sharp memory. And listen to me. God keeps speaking, speaking, and speaking. There are things when you got there, when you are in the car with your prophet, God will tell him to tell you about Hebron, about this. Don't go back and say, Pastor, eh, you see, three days ago when we were going to Buruburu, you remember you said, you gave me a strategy. Pastor, do you remember? Hello? 
How can you be a TA to your pastor and your pastor will be reminding you about the things? Your pastor secretary, my pastor will have to remind you. Do, you. do you know I have a meeting tomorrow? Please. You are supposed to remind your pastor. Now your pastor is reminding you. You don't understand the pattern. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Hello? So, you must understand that God is always speaking. God is always downloading. God is always giving information to his prophets. And so, what he spoke to you three hours ago, God has said about four or five things again. And you, are, you should be the people around him to remind him of the things he has said and how he's going to do. Amen. Are we together? I can't hear you. Are we together? So, pastors say things. The pastor will be saying things. But the reason why it does not make sense to you is because your orientation is different. Who is getting me? Who is hearing me? Okay, only those here. Okay. Uh, okay. Only those here are hearing me. Amen. I said, your pastor will be saying things. He'll be saying, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. It will not make sense to you because your orientation is different. If you have the same orientation and you're following your pastor, as he is talking, you will catch it. You understand? Amen. Am I talking to somebody here? Amen. See, you are not called for everybody. No, 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 no. You are to appreciate a brand. You're not called for everybody. You are patterned, structured, wired to appreciate a brand. And that's why the church has a brand. The church has a way they do things. Amen. Are we together? So, you are who you are because you are designed to be one. To be that one. A pastor is designed to be a pastor. A footballer, a footballer. An economist, economist. And your success lies in, in the inside of you. It is in what you are wired to do. If you're a leader, your success is, is inside you. Wired to do some things. We together. Am I talking to somebody here? So, because you've been wired to do some things, know what you've been wired to do. Amen. So, if you're around a leader, one of the greatest things you need to do is that you must discover yourself. The greatest discovery in life is a discovery of you. Discover yourself. Use, use the opportunity the leader has given you to discover yourself. Opportunity as a pastor in charge of pastors to discover your ministry. To discover yourself. The opportunity you have been given to sing. To discover yourself. The church, the church is the only place where people are trained for free. I don't know if you know that. I don't know if you know that. The church is the only place, though. 
Because, okay, if you are, if you are going to learn how to play keyboard outside, you pay. Or it's free. Is it free, yeah? If you are going to do voice training, you pay. If you are going to learn how to operate the mixer, sound, you pay. But in the church, and, and, and people, see, the reason why the people of the world are wiser than us in the church is that the church has the greatest opportunity, but they don't take advantage of it. You're blind. People are paying money for what you are getting easy. And they are still not taking advantage of it. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is why me, I don't do leadership training for free. Never. I've stopped. Oh, yes. I told you, right? Yes. I don't do it because it, I don't. No, 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 no. That's some places I go. You, morning, I hand back on the ground. Yeah, before I start speaking, now you've already registered. You've paid already. Uh, okay, I've seen. Okay. Then we start talking. <laughs> I preach for free. I talk for money. Do you understand? So the church and people are not taking advantage. You tell people, join a department. They think they are doing it for you. No. But when they master singing and they are singing on TV and people are clapping for them, they say, and I started ministry when I was, and they will not even mention the church. That it was the church that trained them or they won't. But when the opportunity is there, you don't buy microphones to learn how to sing. Even the keyboard you are playing, you didn't buy it. Somebody bought a keyboard, bought the drums, and somebody taught you how, and still you are not even ready to learn it. May God help you. Amen. If you know who you are, it is very easy to work with people. You become selfless. You must know. This is how I am. You must know who you are around your prophet, who you are around your pastor, who you are. Know it. Discover it. Amen. Am I speaking? Okay. So, the composition of a vision is pattern, person, purpose, precision. Amen. Are we there? Are we together? Okay, so let me take um, a question. Let me take questions. It's a workshop. Um, and then I can, I will go to my next place. But my, ne- my next phase is going to be a bit intense. So, um, let me take one or two questions. Then I can run you through very fast. Any question, please? Anything you want us to clarify? Very fast, please. Thank you. You raise your hands or you can write it and then I can get it. But raise your hands and it will be fine. Yes. If you can also write it, just write it and let me have it very fast. Any question, please? Question? Question? Sir, yes. Hmm? Were you here? Uh, check your notes. Precision. Okay. To be precise. To be precise. To be on point. Develop strategies. Can't you see the diagram? The diagram explains precision. I wasn't expecting Moses to ask me this question. Okay. Please pick your phone and Google precision. Your Google. 
You don't have a phone. Let somebody do it for you. Precision. So to be precise, to be on point, to develop strategies that will make you do things according to... Are you there? Mm -hmm. You understand? Any Okay. Okay, go give me the diagram. Let me show you something. Audiovisuals, please give me the diagram. Let me show you something. Okay, good. Everybody watch this. Now please pay, pay attention so that you don't take me back back again. Are you there? Hello. Now, so we have a pattern. And we are saying that the pattern is the blueprint specific divine instruction from God. And that instruction is given to a person. Hmm? The chosen, the person. And the person we are talking about is the chosen one or the called one. An individual chosen by God for a specific divine assignment. And he's called Moses, called the pastor, the man of God. Do you understand? Please, do you understand? Number two, we are saying that Moses now will have to devise a strategy. The purpose of the church. Where is this church going? This is the vision of the church. This is the mission of the church. So he devised, is the person that devised the purpose of the church by the leadings of the spirit given to him. Do you understand? So because God has told him that you are going to be an evangelist to the world. Now Moses now devised the purpose of the church. The church is an evangelistic church. Every, every month we win, we are going to win 50 souls. You be here. You be here. You be here. You bring three. You bring four. You bring five. And we get 50. This is not given by God. It is Moses' understanding of the vision given that makes him devise the purpose. You get it? Now, when Moses gets the purpose, now the purpose is divine, converting divine instruction into a working strategy. Do you understand it now? So, converting divine instruction he has received into a working strategy. So, we are going to win. 1,000 souls in two years. Two years is um, 24 months. Divide 1,000 souls by 24 months. It means every month we are going to get this number of souls. Let's say rough, rough estimates. Let's say every month is going to be, say, 200 souls. Okay, now I have 10 pastors under me. How do we get... 200 souls every month. Okay, I tax you to bring 20, 20, 20, 20. But listen, all the 20 must not come from Tomboya Street. Now, you go to Buruburu. You go to Kayole. You go to Ruai. You go to Nakuru. You go to Utawala. And, but Every month, I'm expecting 20. 
Now, it is what? Converting divine strategy into working strategy. And when you go to Buruburu, this is what I want you to do. Now, when you go to Buruburu, you devise a strategy to make you get 20. But Moses' strategy is to send you to get your 20. You must devise a strategy to get the 20 for Moses. Now, then we come to precision. Precision is focus. Designing a future for the church based on divine instruction. So, the church's future is an evangelistic church. At the end of the at the end of every two years, we are going to have 1,000 souls. So these are the strategies. Everybody that gets into the church must be a soul winner. So the pastor preaches about soul winning. Strategy. You get it now? So these are the precise, accurate, way, exact things to get to the vision. So for instance, we are not talking about the world. We are talking about the church. So he devises, he designs a future of the church. 20 years of the church. 30 years of the church based on what he has heard from God. The pattern. So it is exact, precise. And that's what we call the vision. The mission statement. You get it now? So are you okay now? You're okay. Are you okay now? Okay. Any question again? Any question, please? Any question? Any question, please? Question, question, question. Question, 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 question. Okay. Now, since you have no question, I have a question for you. What is expected of me to help my pastor achieve his vision? Every table, say one. What do you think? Do you understand? What do you think is expected of me as me, as a head of um, Pistis, a head of wherever, Koinonia or wherever you find yourself, as a head of usher, as a chorister, as a member, as an usher, as a chorister, as a protocol, as a traffic control, as the welcome team to help my pastor achieve the pattern, the vision. Table by table. What's expected of me? Good. I thought I needed a more microphone more. Okay. Yes, table by table. You want to say, okay. You want to talk? Please stand and talk. You saw what? We should be. You were who? I said, what is expected of you, not we? If you are dying, say I'm dying. Don't say we are dying. So uh, that I should be of the same orientation with the pastor. Same orientation with the pastor. Please, orientation. What do you mean of orientation? It's, we are speaking big, big words. Uh-huh. Yes. What's expected of me? Because if you don't know, see, if you don't know what's expected of you, you do nothing. Uh, for me, I think the most important thing for me that it's, I think is expected of me is to be able to submit under uh, the pastor and to follow, 
to follow him, to submit under him, to be able to follow instructions that come from him so that I can help achieve his vision. Do my assignment. Be submissive. Be submissive to him. Do my assignment. Defend him. Yes. Uh, what is expected of me uh, is to to use or to be at it. Hallelujah. What is expected of me? 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 I'm expected to. 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 Please, don't write points for me. When you write, explain. Because um, you are going to take this information to some people. Some of you are going to teach your ushers. You are going to teach people. So make sure you make it very clean. Amen. So before we close this, make sure you finish all your writings. Amen. Some of you are thinking about it. Please write it. And um, I will look at it before I leave. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you.